If you're like me and looking to cut back on alcohol this year, Recess Zero Proof Craft Mocktails are the perfect alcohol replacement. They've recreated the cocktails you know and love, like their Ginger Lime Mule and Grapefruit Paloma, which happen to be my favorites. You can enjoy the flavors and feelings of those cocktails without the booze. Zero proof, zero compromise. Listeners can get 15% of the Recess Mocktail Sampler at takearecess.com slash autocallMAFS. You guys know I don't drink very much. So Recess is a great substitute while everybody else imbibes. It's a lightly sparkling mocktail infused with functional ingredients like uplifting guayusa and stress-balancing adaptogens. Whether you're relaxing after work or hanging out with friends, make Recess Mocktails your drink between drinks or your forever mocktail. Get 15% off Recess Mocktails now at takearecess.com slash altercallMAFS so you can enjoy your favorite cocktails without the consequences. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hi, I'm Tane. And I'm Aid, and this is Alter Call, a Married at First Sight podcast. Hello, hello. Hi, everybody. You know, last week we weren't sure if there was going to be an episode if I was going to do it solo, because as you guys know, Aid is on vacation. But this week we found a solution. We had a guest host. It is my other podcast wife. (laughs) 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 Um, Ladies and gentlemen, I would like to introduce you to my friend, Nana. Hi, Nana. Hi, Tane. How are you? (laughs) I'm good. Um, some of you do listen to, I called her my podcast wife because she's my co-host on my other podcast. Um, we talk about it sometimes. It's called The Rewatch, where we just go through the seasons of Sex in the City and just kind of put in some relationship talk now that we're older, um, different from when we watched it the first time. And we just finished season, what did we finish? Five. Five. Yes. <laughs> we just finished season five. So... Nana is filling in for eight today, and we're going to go through episode eight. It's going to be a different format, but it'll be a fun conversation. So before we get into the episode, Nana, tell the people what your relationship with maths is. Okay, so I think you know this about me. Sometimes I struggle to commit to shows where I think there are too many episodes. It stresses me out, but I did watch the very first first season I think it was was that with Jamie yes was that season one yes, yes. yes. So I watched that because I thought the concept was fascinating like how can you meet someone I mean how can you get married to someone you've never met you know yeah mm-hmm. and I love season one and then I don't think I may have watched like episodes here and there but the last time I watched a full season was the season with like Woody and Amani. 
Mm -hmm. I can't remember what number that was. I really, really, really enjoyed that season. Yes. Yes, that was our our first season. Yeah, was that your first one? Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Because I really enjoyed listening to you guys along with it. And then, I don't know, I struggled to get back into the other episodes just because, again, I just didn't have time to commit. So, yeah, so obviously I'm aware of the concepts and I've seen at least two full seasons and then other episodes here and there. Yeah. Okay. So you're mm-hmm. you're you're not familiar with the mass family. Like if anyone made like references to people besides the obvious like Chris from Atlanta who everyone knew he was expecting a baby, you wouldn't yes. know who they were. <laughs> no. There's some people obviously like I hear of them on social media or even through you guys. But yeah, I wouldn't yeah, I have huge gaps there, I would say. Okay. So that's what's gonna make this episode um interesting is like we like most people watch the show or have watched for years and then just kind of correlate with people compare them to other people but you're watching with fresh eyes so this is the first episode that you're watching of the season the first time you're meeting these people so it's going to be interesting to see what you think so to speak an outsider (laughs) yes of, of these people as we go through them so okay as i mentioned it's going to be a different format we're going to go through each of the couples and I think as we go through the couples, Nana's going to share what her first impression is. And then we'll kind of, I'll kind of confirm or deny, you know, what it is that you think, even though some of it might've been confirmed or denied as the episode um, went along. But just from housekeeping for you guys, there will be no new episode of After Party this week, but we'll be back to regularly scheduled programming next week with a new episode and um, After Party bonus episode on Patreon. So, okay. What was your general impression about this episode? I actually enjoyed it. It makes me remember, like, what I enjoyed watching about the show. You know, I guess they've all just moved in together, it seems like. They've all just come back from their honeymoon. So, yeah, I enjoyed it. It was an enjoyable hour. Okay. Yeah, we're just on episode eight, and they just came back from their honeymoon. So this is the second week we're seeing them. Um, moving into their place. So we'll just go ahead and start with the couples. We'll start with Lindy and Miguel. Before anything started, what was your first impressions of these two? Um, I thought they seemed nice, actually. Like Miguel, I liked Miguel's vibe. Um, and Lindy, they seem to clearly like each other. That's mm-hmm. what. I and um. What struck me most about Miguel, I know it was at the very beginning, but that was my first impression of him. When he was talking with his friend, that everything he mentioned he liked about Lindy, it was all to do with her character mm-hmm. before he even mentioned her looks. And I really liked that. And he wasn't, it wasn't vague. He was very specific. I don't yeah. know. I really like it when people can tell me why they like somebody. Yeah. And it's not vague it's because of this, this and that. So, yeah, I like that. So, yeah. Yeah, um, before the show started, we just thought they were going to be a boring couple because uh-huh. she grew up in a religious household and she didn't get to experience a lot of things and she just kind of grew into her own. But her family is still religious and they were like grilling Miguel at the wedding, even telling them that sex is sacred. They don't know each other. They shouldn't have sex and things like that. And Miguel, they presented like he was a pushover. So it just seemed like, you know, he'd been cheated on and he still forgave them and his friends were worried about that. So we thought he was like a goody two shoes and all that. He is very far from that. In fact, yeah, I I would never have guessed that Lindy was like super religious either. Well, not anymore. Okay. All right. 
I have no, issues with him, but I guess that came later on in the episode. And I'm sure we'll discuss it. <laughs> but yeah, they're, they're not. Yeah. Okay. So what what made them not vanilla? Did they sleep together on their yes. honeymoon? Yes, they already okay. did. But that was a little controversial because. You know, she'd wanted to wait. She told the girls that she wanted to wait. But Miguel was all like, you know, I need to have sex to know if there's a connection and all that. I didn't think he said it in a threatening way or like a uh, ultimatum kind of way. But mm-hmm. in the next episode, we found out that they had sex. But to the point where Stasha was actually worried and said, I hope you weren't pressured into doing something you didn't want to do. I actually mm-hmm. didn't think about it till then. And I, you know, Aiden and I were like, we thought that was out of line. Like, she chose to do what she wanted to do with her body. Like, I, we didn't yeah. get it. But we did have a couple of listeners who thought that it was valid that, you know, one minute you didn't want to have sex, the next minute you did. But I feel like that's par for course for humans. But who knows? You know, for any- you know what? Just, but I guess in, is it Stasha? I keep wanting to say Stacia. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> Stasha's defense. She'd only heard one side where she said she wanted to wait. So she wasn't privy to, I guess, what you guys were privy to, seeing them actually talk and then have sex, maybe. So in her head, she knew that Lindy for sure didn't want to have sex with this man. And then the next day, she's like, we had sex. So I could see why she would make that leap, if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it, my thoughts were just like, if you'd already had the sex, like even if you were concerned, what is she gonna do? Unhave the sex? Yeah. <laughs> I don't true. Know. But there are two sides to that. But going into this episode, um, I agree with you because I didn't make the note that it was really nice seeing Miguel validate and reciprocate the feelings that Lindy had. Um, I consider his friend a hater. They've been haters since the beginning. <laughs> I just felt like just go into it. But when he said that she was an oasis in a in a desert in type desert, thing, yeah. I was like, wow, that's uh <laughs> that's deep. But then he Miguel's yeah. gonna Miguel by saying, watch us get divorced on decision day. And this is my thing with Miguel. I think he's like antagonistic. Like he just he plays devil's advocate a lot. <laughs> like he's had different um situations where he just kind of mm. keeps poking and poking, but not like in a mm. mean way. He's just that kind of um, person. But I guess the I highlight... I can see that. I can see that for sure. Yeah. Actually. Mm-hmm. But I think the highlight... I feel like of... he made... Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, I think the highlight of this episode for them was the whole conversation about the last name and the health insurance. Yes. And since you're the guest... um. Let, let me lay it out. So for those who do not watch, the conversation is Lindy wants Miguel to put her on his health insurance. And the way she presented it, Miguel is kind of telling her, well, are you going to take my last name? It's important to him that she takes his last name. And she's saying, why would I take your last name when I don't know if this is going to last? I don't trust you. I need assurance. And he's like, then why would I put you on my insurance? <laughs> If you don't trust me to do that. And Lindy gets so extra because she's so extra and is cussing at him and is saying that he doesn't do this for her, doesn't care about her. And if she gets hit by a bus, that he can't even get her to get her fucking physician, her words, not mine. And I was like, what am I even watching? But what are your thoughts on that whole situation? So I think we disagree because I was fully team Lindy just for <gasps> watching this episode. Yep, I'm so oh. sorry. As you put me off, Miguel, I oh. don't think those two things are comparable at all. 
you guys have been together for what 14 days at this point i think it would make sense like if it was after or like even at decision day and she said and you guys decide to continue to be married and she still won't take your last name and it's clearly important to him then i could see why you'd be upset but this is literally even before decision day you've known each other for 14 days and she doesn't have health insurance. I don't know why you, like, what does it cost him? It, it's not going to harm him in any way. I don't get it. If they don't last, he can just take her off again. I just don't think it's comparable to changing your entire last name, which now she's going to have to get different paperwork, all of that, all before you guys have even decided whether you're going to stay married. I just don't think they're the same. I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> as always, we have different thoughts. <laughs> I felt okay. like he was dangling it like a carrot and it actually put me off him because I, I liked him at the beginning, like listening to him talk about Lindy. But when I was listening to that, I was like, mm, I don't like this. I really don't. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So here's my thing. Um, I will say I'm team Miguel on this, but I think where he fucked up was using the last name thing as leverage. But I mm. think if he absolutely said i'm not comfortable putting you on my insurance yet without leveraging the last name i think he's well within his rights because yes. for one the way she was talking about it i am a fucking doctorate with it why the hell you don't have insurance then i mean she's trying to act like she's a big gal things like why don't yeah. you have insurance you haven't had insurance like if you didn't get married what are you gonna do she said if i get hit by a bus you don't want to get a physician what if you got hit by a bus before you met miguel what was your plan boo no, she was definitely being dramatic. She was. That I can say. She and, was definitely being a drama queen. And then she said, oh, you didn't want to, um, what did she say? She needs assurances. Because here's the thing. Let me give you the background of where Lindy is being insecure. I get it. Because previ- uh, last week, what they used to, what they were talking about was beyond decision day. Miguel said, I'm going to need beyond eight weeks. Let's make it to the eight weeks first and then know what we're doing. Lindy is like, what does that mean? I'm thinking this is a forever marriage. Like, it can't be just an eight-week type, type thing for you. So I think that's making her insecure. They came to a compromise. They don't call it D-Day because she didn't even want to talk about it. They're going to call it VAR Renewal Day, which I think is like, okay, beyond the day or whatever. So mm-hmm. that's why she keeps harping on the fact that she needs assurances. But my problem with Lindy is the assurances that she needs are, are like material things. She says she needs a joint account. She needs to know where they're going to live in eight weeks. She yeah. needs security. She needs to say, I'm going to need your trust. You need to earn my trust. I need to feel like, you know, I love you. I need to know all this girl wants is health insurance, a, a roof over her head, a joint bank account. For what, boo? <laughs> so, <laughs> you know like, what? That is actually fair. I actually didn't even pick up on that. I did think the joint bank account was a bit crazy. I'm like, girl, you just got here. Like, relax. Exactly. I just think it's a bit early to want to merge your finances with someone you met 14 days ago, you know? Yeah. But I would understand, obviously, in the future. Yes. Yeah. I and think my issue, my real issue, Tane, is the fact that, yeah, it was like he was dangling a carrot. And I don't like that. It felt really manipulative to me. It, it, it does feel that way, but let me put it that way, because I think it was like a tit-for-tat situation, because if she's like, oh, you're not going to... um you're not going to put me on your insurance? No, you want me to take your last name, but you're not going to put me on my insurance? And he's like, why would I put someone who doesn't even want my last name on my insurance? That was what he was using to hit back. So it wasn't, it's a matter of who said it first or who, that was the only thing he had to hit back. Again, 
still wrong. But the other mm-hmm. point I was going to make is when you said, what is it going to cost him? Um, it costs more when you add your spouse. It's versus yeah, when you do it when, single. When she pay for the added premiums? She ain't going to pay nothing. That girl <laughs> wants a joint account. Also, it's very easy to add who you want to add, but he can't take it off until the next year when you can do it in, it's usually once a year that you can change anything. Yeah, so if they true. don't work out, then he's stuck with it since forever. Easily, if you guys are still together after, I will add you. Like, it was just a weird way to express her insecurity because bottom line, that's just what it was. Yeah. It was just that insecurity. So I, it was a weird fight. That's the only way I could put yeah. it because they're both fighting for things. And the other context to provide is they talked about student loans. Miguel doesn't have student loans and she has a lot of student loans. And I remember the, his sister being worried about that. And they had a conversation where she's like, you're not responsible for me. I'm independent. I want this. So now you're changing your tune. Like, again, there is independent healthcare that you can get for yourself. But if you haven't this whole time, it's not that important to you. It's and she must have hundreds of thousands in student loans because she didn't stop reminding us that she has a PhD. So, <laughs> yeah. So, and she said, I don't expect you to pay for that or all that kind of stuff. So everything was contradictory. And the whole um, thing about Lindy, the way she was presented to us and the things her friends and family were concerned is that she spirals easily. Like she, she's an overthinker and she just gets into it. And once she gets so they, the whole thing was they need to match her with someone that's calm and collected and can keep her to whatever, which I think they did, they did a good job with Miguel um, on. Mm. But yeah, mm. so this whole fight was just emotional manipulation. I really want to quote Lindy. She said, if I get hit by a car, then fuck it. You don't want to take care of me. And that hurts. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Okay, the context is important. It has kind of colored my view of it. I still think Miguel is out of line for dangling it in front of her. And another thing that gave me a bit of pause was, you know, when they were fighting, and he said, I don't like this version of you. Yes. I don't know why I found it so triggering, because it just reminded me of, like, I don't know, you know when you're dating someone and you think everything's going well mm-hmm. and you have, like, your first big fight and then they'll be like, I don't even know who you are anymore. It's like, <laughs> well, I'm a human being. We're all multifaceted. We all have different... It doesn't mean, like, oh, I've been hiding the secret side of myself. If yeah. I'm angry, you're going to see the angry side of me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like when men say things like that, it's almost like, I want you to be my perfect, beautiful little wife. I never want to see anything else. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I didn't like the way he said it. But again, I guess I don't, I'm missing that context. But in addition to him holding that health insurance, it made me look at him a bit sideways. Yeah. But now you've told me that she's also got a bunch of loans. And I actually completely forgot about the whole bank account and all of that stuff. <laughs> I can also see why he maybe wants to make sure before he invest financially in this woman yeah, yeah it does make she's sense just asking for a lot but that is the beauty of you your point of view with fresh eyes it's just like you're looking yes. at it without any baggage so to speak <laughs> but um yeah i don't know i like miguel and i know he has his moments but like i said nobody's perfect but it just seemed like lindy was asking a lot for two weeks but did their conversation afterwards make you feel better like do you think it was like yes. a resolution I don't know about a resolution, but I think they're getting there. I think it's one of those, you know, sometimes you have to learn how to fight with somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I feel like they're getting there. And I kind of liked how her face lit up when he said he'd put her on her insurance. I thought that was really cute. 
Of course she does. Everything she wants is things that benefit her. Um, <laughs> I was mad. I was like, don't give in, Miguel. Don't give in. I just, I don't know. It's just a lot to ask of stuff. Like, you can't pick and choose when you want to say we're just getting to know each other. Like, it's just a lot to ask of someone. And then to say, oh, if you don't do it, then you don't care about me. I I, I don't know. Mm. Then the flip side, you're like, oh, I don't want to do this or whatever. I think you should just stuck to a point like, I'm an LOA and this is the person, this is my dad. And this, like, those make more sense. But to throw Mm. other things was just, it just, it just muddied everything. So, yeah. Yeah. My thing is, I told you, like, the last same thing, like, by itself didn't really bother me. Mm-hmm. It was the fact that he was so adamant on it, even before they decided if they were going to stay married. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. I was just like, oh, relax. But I will say just overall, like, with everyone, um, it was a bit of a theme for me where I was like, why did you sign up for this show? Are you committed <laughs> to the to the whole process or are you not? And I felt that with some people. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, I feel I feel like some people are definitely hedging their bets. So yeah, I can don't, see where you're coming from. Don't worry, girl. Every year, every season, we ask this question: Why? Why yes. did you sign up for the show? You ain't ready. <laughs> nope. So definitely yeah. not. But overall, I do think Lindy and Miguel. The thing about them, no matter what they go through, is there is a love, like or whatever you want to call it, between them. They actually mm-hmm. like each other and they want to make this work. Hopefully. Yes. So, okay. Moving on to Kristen and Mitch. First impression. Um, the age gap uh, actually really <laughs> surprised me <laughs> because Mitch seems kind of immature, just from what I saw. Uh-huh. And he's almost 10 years older than her. So uh-huh. that kind of gave me pause. Um, what else? Oh, when Kristen first met with her friend, um, you know, at the beginning of the episode. Yeah. They, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I felt like she listed a bunch of negatives about Mitch and I was listening hard. I didn't hear a single positive. Mm-hmm. So that also gave me a bit of pause. Mm-hmm. And then I thought it was kind of mad that she hadn't told him that she'd been engaged before. <laughs> but then when she was explaining it to her friend, I can, I was like, oh, okay, so there's a backstory to this. But then when I heard the story, I was like, so why wouldn't you have told him before? None of this was your fault. I thought the way they were talking about, oh, how people have reacted when I've told them, I really thought it was like a deep, dark something. But I'm like, your fiance cheated on you? That's not your fault. Why would you yeah. be afraid to tell someone that? So I was really confused. So now I feel, I almost feel like I'm being lied to. <laughs> I feel like we're either not getting the full story and she sanitized it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because I don't understand how she was like on the verge of tears, like terrified to tell him. And terrified of him judging her. And I was like, what? Is that it? I don't know. <laughs> I, I just thought it was very confusing. And, I, um, yeah, that, that those were my first impressions, I guess. But, yeah. I think, what did I see on the internet? A lot of people were saying that is the most um, juicy, juiceless secret ever. Like, there's nothing to it. But, I mean, we can't take it away. She said people have reacted before. But I think she probably has an insecurity about it. The thing I take away from it is, like, with Kristen and Mitch, and I don't know if you got the sense with all of it, she is compromising way too much yep. for him. I put that in my notes. Yes. And she also <laughs> mentioned how six months before um her ex was acting differently but they were still dating so it seems like Kristen tends to 
overlook the red flags um mm. background there's a show you know after party the one hosted by Keisha Knight Pulliam where she interviews the couples afterwards um on the first time Kristen showed up Kristen was like it's raining all red flags but I'm still in bliss so um that makes sense. <laughs> she's just so happy to be married she has made reference to that so many times and like at least i'm married mm-hmm. and it's uh it's gonna be a problem <laughs> yeah <laughs> i actually wrote that in my notes i was i verbatim i wrote mitch and Kristen need to find a common ground <laughs> i i don't know <laughs> because if mitch, <laughs> if mitch knows where common like, ground you know, is the whole plastic stuff yes i was just like you can't be that militant i'm so sorry about someone who's like moved in with you it seems Mm-hmm. understand yes single-use plastics are bad we all know that and yes we should all be using less of them but you can't go from zero to a hundred like that that's yeah. what I mean like you need to at least let her be eased in and she's not gonna live your crunchy granola life the exact same as you like you mm-hmm. both have to compromise and it seems that she's doing a lot of compromises and it also Loki feels like he's judging her and I don't mm. like that as well so. uh, this is Mitch I mean Mitch in their honeymoon said he wasn't attracted to her Mitch on their wedding day says he doesn't like all that makeup and stuff but I oh, guess that's wow. what you do on wedding day and you know things like that and then she's always like finding an excuse like even when she was trying to tell after he said he wasn't attracted to her he tried to have they were drinking and having fun and then he according to her he pounced on her he's like I didn't really I didn't pounce I just made a move and she was like, what are you doing? You just said you weren't attracted to me. And then now <laughs> you want to pounce That's on me. That's really weird. But when she was telling the girl, she's like, guys, we're Team Mitch here. We don't, you know, no matter what I tell you, you have to remember you're still Team Mitch. So she's very, she's not mm-hmm. a pick me, but she's very. Defending him. <laughs> yes, she still defends him. Like, I found it so interesting when she was talking to her friend talking about what's the thing about moving in and she's like there's a difference in our domesticity i'm so glad they showed a flashback of his apartment from last week and i hope you saw it it was was dirty yeah it was filthy and the fact that he kept his apartment that way before they went on a honeymoon and then they came back and you knew cameras were coming and someone was coming and you didn't have the decency to even fake clean that's a problem yep Mitch strikes me as one of those men that's like, this is who I am. Take it or leave it. I will not be compromising. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Before and they tell you that dirt is good for the environment, you know? And he's 41. So it's that's not That's what like... I mean. He's going <laughs> to He's going to change anytime soon. And I'm just wondering how their friends and family um, get together. She just wanted a French theme. How did that turn into communism and a zombie apocalypse? And What? <laughs> <laughs> I have a question for you. Yes. Um, which I was a bit confused. I don't know if I wasn't listening properly because, so you know when they all meet the other um couples and they're talking about whether they've consummated their marriages. Yeah. Have they slept together or not? <laughs> they have. They did last week because she, Kristen is just she was horny. Because no, Kristen was saying that yes, they have a lot, but it seemed to me like Mitch said they hadn't yet. No, Mitch just didn't say anything. They had. So here's the thing. They did last week because she gave him a gift and gave him coupons and they had a bubble bath and then they had the bubble bath and then they consummated their marriage. Again, mm-hmm. we find out all the tea on after party. On after party, mm-hmm. she said consummated in quotes and we're like quotes. And she was like, let's just say it didn't last. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but Mitch, 
Mitch did say that he's been celibate for a year and a half. So even okay. before he was like, he didn't want to have sex because he's not confident in his skills in that area and all that kind of stuff or whatever. But now, and here's what I mean, when she was with everyone and saying, oh, we have sex all the time, Kristen mm-hmm. likes to make everything seem Rosy. good. I don't mm-hmm. know if it's true or not. So, you Can know. Can I tell you another thing I write in my notes? <laughs> I said I was surprised at the turnaround when they met up with the other couples. <laughs> That's and it's so funny because I'm reading down. That's exactly what you're saying. Yeah. Because I'm like these two are having issues, but she painted a very different picture to the other women. That's so funny. Yeah, and she, she basically the, made it sound like everything was great and he was wonderful. Yeah, and she put the um customary. I'm not saying we're perfect. Oh no. Mm-hmm. But and she said ten yeah. over ten. I'm like oof. That is a <laughs> that is something because she looks like she's in hell to the point where her friend yeah. is concerned about her. So, anyways, I, I was surprised also when she told a friend that to find out that she had not told Mitch about her history with the ex because yeah. this is her pattern of keeping secrets. She didn't tell her dad that she signed up for maps. Her dad found out the day of the wedding. She just told him to look nice, and then What's he came mean? and then she told him and. <laughs> And then asked him to walk down the aisle and that she'd be very upset if he doesn't support it. Her excuse was that her dad has already been through a canceled wedding. She didn't want to have another one. She didn't know if it was going to go through. I'm like, but as soon as they give you a date, then you should kind of have an idea that this is going to happen. So I guess she's just like, you know, a secret keeper. And again, even though you didn't have a good ending, this is your husband. It's kind of important to tell him. I don't know. I think that's really cool. How can you have someone on TV and spring it on them like that? Oh, Especially because yeah. that's your dad. He's going to want to support you. So even if he's not happy with it, he's going to look like an asshole if he decides he's not. Not going. Yeah. 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 I think she's just very overly concerned of what people think about her. And maybe it is rooted in her being left at the altar, essentially. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I will say, I found, it's not funny, but it was funny <laughs> when she told Mitch that her and her mom still went. Destination, <laughs> and everyone else went. He's like, "That's weird." I'm just like, "Really? <laughs> That's what you're gonna say?" But he pulled it back nicely. So he did. He did. I think he recovered well, and he gave like a good. Like Mitch is not very good at social cues. I mean, when they got married, their mom, her mom walked down first, and her mom looks younger than you would expect, and he thought that was his wife, and he. <laughs> I need to go back and watch this. What? Oh, the embarrassment. Oh, my gosh. And they're like, no, the mom. And her mom had tits out and everything for the way. It's a thing. And then, you know, he keeps bringing up. It almost felt like he was self-sabotaging because he kept talking about, you know, he talks about how he makes less and all that money and whatever. I don't know. Mitch is just, Mitch is, Mitch is cute. But I will say, Mitch has done a 180. Like, Mitch, he had a groomzilla moment at the wedding. He was just unlikable. But he's he's been sweet. But he just, I don't know how you can get over this, his environmental, and ugh, environmentalism yeah. <laughs> is very, it's, it's, it's a lot. It's, it's it's very rigid, I'll say. Yeah, it's very rigid. And if she has to meet you halfway to a lifestyle she's not used to, you kind of have to. And then if it was that important to you, then maybe you shouldn't have come on a show where there might not be someone yeah. who shares that. Because I'm like, yeah. you went on a honeymoon 
on a plane mm-hmm. with your carbon mm-hmm. print. I mean, and they, they took shots. I was watching. It was plastic cups. And, you know, there are all these yeah. things. It's just so much you can do. She described how they went to the grocery store. And he's, they're not allowed to put fruits and veggies in the bag. They have to put it, like, on the... On the yeah. conveyor belt by itself. Mm-hmm. I think I refer to it as raw dogging on the, yeah. the fruits and veggies, just raw dogging on the conveyor belt. And I'm just like, uh, that's it. I have a question for you. I know you said he initially didn't think she was attractive. <laughs> Did he find her mother attractive? <laughs> we don't know. I didn't think he was hitting on her. But when they did the after party, everyone else was saying, like, uh, he definitely was hitting on her mom. I didn't see it that way at all. Her mother's but... probably his age mate. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's been some oh. nip and talk or something going oh, okay. on there. But, yeah. But, um, yeah, but Mitch is insufferable. I mean, that's not... There's no ifs, ands, or buts about that. And it's not a balance because she keeps saying we need to find a balance. It's really just her giving in and you mm-hmm. can tell you know when they met the friends and family his sister-in-law said flat out that he's a jerk <laughs> mm, <laughs> so if your family's wow. saying that and we see this because i say this when he was talking about Kristen's dog he, he called luna a useless creature that snores loudly yeah even me i'm not like a huge animal person i was like wow that's harsh yeah your wife's dog and you know that's mm-hmm. someone that means a lot to her so i mean we'll see how these people go i will say that based on what i've been watching on after party for the fact that she mentioned that he didn't last long in bed they can't be together you cannot speak that way about your husband if you're still together i think mm, i've heard some things i don't know I'm, i don't have high hopes for them though I'm, I'm gonna be real with you i'll be surprised if they stay together all right Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you make can be in your hands today with Earn In. Earn In is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earn In app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. Summer is coming, and it is time for all of us to go on vacation. You can use the money you earn from Earn In to buy a new bathing suit or some new clothes for your fun summer vacation. Download Earn In today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earn In app, type in AltaCall on the podcast. When you sign up, it'll really help the show. That's AltaCall on the podcast. Subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max, see earnin.com slash TOS for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Ladies, you know that vicious week before your period where you feel like you want to crawl out of your skin, you feel a little bit down or off, and those cravings when you feel like you could eat anything in sight? Well, there's a solution for that. Now it's easier to manage your PMS with estrogen control. You have to try Hormone Harmony. Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality. And it shows. 
For a limited time, you can get 15% off on your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code ALTERCALLMAFS at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code A-L-T-A-R-C-A-L-L-M-A-F-S for 15% off today. Now let's move on to, I can't wait for your first impression for these people, Alexis and Justin. Okay, so Alexis and Justin, they stressed me out, not going to ah! lie. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I was just like, Lord, I don't understand why they're on the show because it seems like, I don't know. I'm just like, why are you here? Why, when every tiny thing is like an excuse to not be together anymore. So like, why did you sign up for a show like this? It requires kind of like great commitment on your part at least to like give it your all and they always seem ready for every small thing to end it between them so I don't like that Alexis I feel like hmm, how do I put this it's almost like she's I feel like they don't listen to each other first of all so it's like they're going round and round and round in circles and I can't count like on one hand how many times she mentioned She's scared because he's vague, he's vague, he's vague, he's vague. And he's like, vague about what? Like, how can you be vague about something that hasn't come up yet? So I almost feel like she's looking, it's almost like confirmation bias, right? Mm -hmm. Like she's already got one foot out. She thinks he's going to lie to her. So it's like she's waiting to catch him out. That's the Mm -hmm. vibe I got from them. Um, And them shouting at each other already. I'm like, you guys have been together two weeks and you're arguing like this. Also, I didn't like that. I'm not someone who likes to shout and scream when I'm arguing with someone because I'll just shut down. I know not everyone's the same, but this is just me personally. Yeah, it just I don't know. I don't even know if they like each other. Do you know what I mean? And she kept bringing up that whole dog thing as well. And again, Mm -hmm. I feel like she's using it as an excuse to validate all her fears about Mm -hmm. him. Yeah, so that was my first impression of them. It's so funny. Like, this is, unfortunately, they finally got their hump. They've been the top, well, quote unquote, top couple. They've been so in love. They were in the high horse. In fact, I want to quote that last week, Alexis said, everyone keeps saying marriage is so hard. I'm still waiting for it. It's still so easy. Wow. So they were judging people. They were making all these comments and stuff wow. until the dog incident when they moved in together and uh, Justin's dog, uh, Maya, bit um, Alexis' dog, Newton, in the eye and she was bleeding out yeah. her eye. And when she says the, the vague thing, it's because I think it's pretty important to bring up that your dog has been in fights before. <laughs> that's that's not a thing you keep. He he thinks everything is not important to say. And she's like, if you ever doubt that anything is too much, just overshare. I think those are pretty clear instructions mm-hmm. to give. But he keeps holding things back. But my deduction from the beginning has always been like, I think all the guys this season are insecure. Well, as the season goes along, maybe not Miguel, but we don't, I don't know. My In the very beginning of the season, I'm like, all, all of them are insecure. I think Justin is highly insecure. He came with a lot of things of like, he was celibate because men are just, uh, every time he met women, they just want to know how big his dick was and they just want to, you know, really? have sex. Uh, yeah. They just want to have sex with him. What kind of women I don't know. I think I don't want to put this on age, but I think she, she said she was the one who said I don't th- I th- I don't think it was a self-imposed celibacy. <laughs> I, just, 
<laughs> and if it wasn't you, I'm sorry, but I think he <laughs> oh, <laughs> mentioned that. But um, yeah, and he keeps hyping up everything. He was saying stuff about, oh, he was gonna buy a house, but he just wanted to see what she felt like thought. But his apartment is like so tiny. It's like a they sat in there and you can see the kitchen, the living room, the everything. And I'm like, well, and he's a digital marketing specialist, and that's my field. And I'm like, I don't think he's making that much. So mm-hmm. I just feel like he hypes up everything. All every episode, all he talks about is dick and having sex and whatever he's not doing any he's one of those guys who talks about sex like he's a teenage boy like mm. he was with the group he was talking about oh when i woke up my dick was so hard why yeah and then she said he had a wet dream as well right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so yeah. he also had a engagement that didn't work out so mm. we don't know what that is but to your point again i see it differently um, I did see some people online who talked about Alexis is looking for an excuse. I think the dog incident really threw her for a loop because she does not play with her dog. Like when he called Newton a dog, she was like, well, excuse me, what did you call? If you notice when she was talking to her sister, she said, your nephew. <laughs> yes. yes. Your nephew got bit. So she doesn't play with her dog. And that really, you know threw her for a loop of why, like, why wouldn't he say that? Like, we saw the dog, like, snarl before the whole thing even happened. And it's Mm. just, again, I think, and a lot of people keep saying, like, you know, she, like, she didn't put Newton on the leash and all that. And to me. In that house? When they moved in together, yes, to introduce the dogs. Because she wasn't even there. I think her only mistake was that she really just trusted Justin. And I think, again, not to put it on aid, but aid, yeah, she did say it. Aid said, if you notice, Justin didn't take Maya off the leash. And he knows why he didn't do that. Mm, you know? So they're just yeah. all things. And, you know, it's a TV show. We don't get a lot of everything. So I'm thinking there are other things where he just doesn't share the information. And you're not saying the whole thing. And she's just giving you the the past, like, if you're ever in doubt, just say everything since we're just getting to know each other, and then I'll decipher, and as we get to know each other, we'll know more, but for now, more is more. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so I don't know. Who knows? But I will say, she did say, the reason why she got Justin is she wanted a really tall person. Um, <laughs> But she did say that he was too tall. In fact, her words were, he's unnecessarily, oh unnecessarily tall. Oh and <laughs> she said that. Do you know how tall he is? Um, I, yeah, we do, but I don't remember. <laughs> uh, he definitely looks East African. I'll say that. Yes, he's, he does. I don't think he is, though, right? No, he's from he's from the south somewhere. His family is yeah. from. Yeah, we thought the same thing, but um, there's been no mention of that of him being from there. So yeah. Okay. But um, yeah, and then she said he's not her type physically. And they also matched on Hinge before anything. So when she walked down, she knew who he was, but she ghosted him. And she's just like, but before this, when they were all in love, she was like, I missed out. I would have missed out on the greatest thing in my life. Like, I think Alexis is open. I, I know mm. what you saw was someone who was trying to run, but I actually I'm gave her I'm so kudos. shocked right now. I'll be very <laughs> honest with you. Because these look like two people who've never liked each other. That's why even at the beginning of the episode when she said they'd shared I love you, so I was like, what? <laughs> I was yeah. so confused. And he, also, why would you tell someone you love them 14 days in if you're not in love with them? I feel like those kind of semantics don't really apply if you're talking about a marriage. I think she's backtracking. She's backtracking. So Justin okay. said I love you first. 
And mm-hmm. Justin, as you can tell, is a very emotional person. This is the first episode this season where he hasn't cried. He cries every oh, season. Every he looked episode. like he was about to. I'm not going to lie. He did. When they were he talking did. to their friends, he had tears in his eyes. And I was like, wait, is he crying? No, he cries about it. In fact, two episodes ago, he cried because of something Morgan did to Ben. Yeah. Oh, it wow. doesn't even have to be about him. <laughs> he just he just cries. So he's very emotional and he feels things. So he's so into Alexis. And he was just like, I know that I'm in love with you. And she's like, I don't do feelings. This is weird. This is whatever. But she was just feeling him and all that. And she said it too. She was like, I love you. But this happened. And I think she's now back to reality. And she's like, wait, I shouldn't have said that. Like, you know, so now she's saying, I love you, but I'm not in love with him because she's realizing I said that when we hadn't gone through anything, but now we're in real life. We don't know what is, but I think, Justin believes his because this man, the way he holds Alexis to me is a little unhealthy, mostly because I think he knows, like, I don't know if he thinks, not knows, I'm sorry I said that, but maybe he thinks this is the best he can do. So he Mm -hmm. wants to hold Mm -hmm. on to her, like, I need this to work. I want this to work. Like, you know, this is what he wants love so badly. So regardless of who was at the altar, he would have made it work. Yeah, but they're definitely not in love, even him. How can you love someone after 14 days? Like, relax. That, I don't know. I'll find that so off-putting. But I, I get... And maybe that's what Alexis can sense now, and mm. she doesn't like it as well. Because, like, you know, that can be very off-putting when you know someone's very into you. Yeah. And it's almost like they'll let you get away with whatever as long as you stick around. I find that very unattractive, and I'm sure I'm not the only one. (laughs) That's probably what she's feeling and why she kept saying, like, normally I would run, but I'm not. Um, Mm -hmm. What was your understanding of the whole thing when she said, you know, Newton was throwing up blood and he hadn't eaten for two days? I thought that Alexis knew that he hadn't been eaten and he wasn't supposed to get take medicine on an empty stomach. But when I was reading on the internet, a lot of people seem to think that she wasn't aware that he hadn't eaten. Only Justin knew. And I was like, why wouldn't she know? That's like her child. Yeah, that's her dog. Yeah. So I think it was it, that it was she told the... him not uh-huh. to give him medicine. And he still yeah. did. And she was yeah. mad. And then, like, that was the reason why he was throwing up blood. And he failed to mention that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, when you put it that way, I do see. Because I could understand why she was upset, for sure. But I do feel like the argument that ensued had nothing to do with the actual incident. It was like a way to get out all the frustrations. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That was just a catalyst. So yeah, I do think a lot of the stuff with her dog has just been a way for them to get out their frustrations with each other. I'm honestly so shocked still that these two were on cloud nine and feeling better than everyone. I just... I couldn't see it. <laughs> yeah, this is their the dog thing was their first fight, and it's funny when he was all being Mr. Nice Guy, Mr. This. I'm like, we might find out something different. And of course, in the fight, he was the first person to threaten that he'll end this relationship. But yeah. Justin fights out of fear, like mm. I'm gonna do this first before you do it. But something about having a serious conversation in the candy store was just hilarious to me. Yes. <laughs> like, what are you That fight was very doing? frustrating. <clears throat> very frustrating. Because I'm just like, what are you guys even fighting about right now? I don't get it. I just, I understood where Alexis was coming from. Like, she was saying, like, 
when I say I'm done, I mean I'm done with the conversation because it's frustrating and you're not hearing me. In fact, he was the one who said he'll end it first, but he was saying you always say you're done. You always say you want to walk out, like walk out of the relationship. And she's like, no, I'm talking about this. But the minute he flipped it and said, you know what? I'm not going to say anything anymore because you must enjoy this shit. In fact, you're aroused by this. That is yeah, emotionally like manipulating. Emotionally yeah, manipulating. Like Don't do that. Yeah, that, that I didn't like at all. And yeah, I could see what I'd be pissed if someone said that to me. <laughs> like I'm angry, I'm trying to share my feelings and you think this is like foreplay for me. Like, are you dumb? No. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, I did not like that at all. The reason I gave maybe you was... he's. Oh, sorry. I was just about to say maybe is it that was his sexual frustration coming out. Maybe. <laughs> um... No, he was just trying to turn it around. Who knows? But I, I think the reason. I think I forgot what I was about to say. <laughs> no, that's okay. But yeah, I don't know. I don't. This too. But I mean, you know, when the friends came over and she was talking about, you know, about Osila Ross, I respect her for saying that. Osila <laughs> Ross, yeah. and I bought him some body wash. There's a there's a something there. I, I don't know. She likes him, but I think it's the fear. But the thing these couples forget every year is you just met this person, and they're thank because, you because they feel like oh it feels like we've known each other. Yes, it can feel like that, but the reality is you don't. So and- once it's shook and something happens, they're like oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, I did do something crazy because the concept of marrying at first sight is crazy. It is. It is very crazy. So it's the back and forth of all of that. But like I said, Justin is operating out of fear. He doesn't want her to leave. But you should never want anything this bad. It's not healthy. Okay. Any other thoughts on them? No. Nope. Let's move on to Morgan and Ben. Okay. So clearly I'm missing a big backstory because there's something about... That was actually my first question. Is Morgan lying about being a nurse or not? <laughs> because <laughs> I don't know what's going on here. But my... I feel like these people don't like each other. Like, as people. There seems to be no... You know, you can meet someone and you may not be, like, attracted to them. Mm-hmm. But you can still like them. Yeah, There can be a friendship there. But these two just don't seem, from what I saw this episode, that they like each other at all. Um... I didn't like how Morgan, when she was talking to her friends, she said, oh, he has issues with financial stuff and family stuff. These are surface level things. I'm like, how, how is any of that surface level things in a marriage? Yeah. Like that, that matters. Like what? <laughs> you're, you're going to do life with this person. You're building a future with this person. Their family and finance definitely matters. So I thought that was a bit weird. Um, Ben doesn't seem to think he's made a good decision just from his talks with his friends. And I feel like anytime they talk, I sense a lot of defensiveness from Morgan and she seems very unhappy. So, and another thing I thought was a bit weird was when their friends were around, Ben was clearly trying to protect their relationship in front of their friends but she just aired out all their issues and then she turned it around that he was lying about how it was. And I don't always see it that way. Sometimes, you know, when you're with someone and you're fighting, yeah, you're not pretending everything's perfect, but I'm not going to come and tell you the nitty gritty because it's going to make your spouse look bad. And I thought he was trying to protect her, but maybe I was looking at it the wrong way. But yeah, I just, lots of strife and turmoil, clearly. (laughs) They don't even seem like they like each other as people, so... 
So give me the tea. What's what's going on? <laughs> okay. So these are my least favorite couple. I don't see any chemistry. I don't see anything. They both annoy me. I think Ben can be um child childlike, childish or whatever. And Morgan just does the most. It's almost like she thinks the world is against I don't she, like the world is against her and Defensive. she it to, yeah. yeah, to a different level than anything. But I just don't think they have chemistry or anything like that. But the funny part is Morgan found Ben very attractive. Like, she was like, oh, my husband is hot. And this, and they were friendly. But I just still got friends vibe. So, yes, she is a nurse. She's a nurse, but she was a nurse. She was using her associate's degree um, to be a nurse, which are, you can be use an associate's degree or a bachelor's degree. She's in school to get her bachelor's, like, I think, um, to progress in her career. But for mm-hmm. some reason, we don't know if she lied to the experts or for her form or her questionnaire or something. That's our guess. Because she said that she confessed or confided in Ben about the fact that she still had one class. Me, personally, I don't think it's one class. Because if it was one class, you'd get it done. I think there's exactly. more classes. Um, so she told him and confided in him and said she's still in school. Um, we also thought about maybe she just said she had a bachelor's so she doesn't get matched with someone who doesn't have a bachelor's. Like, so, you know, or maybe something she's insecure about. We're not. You know, yeah. not sure. Either way, there was some kind of thing there, and she told him and said it's a secret, and she doesn't want anyone to know. That's the other thing Aid pointed out was why do you want it to be a secret <laughs> if it's not a big deal? So we don't know. They what must the, have lied on her phone then. That's what we're guessing. Yeah. We don't know what the full story is because a lot of people got confused, like, oh, she's not lying. We're, like we know that you know she needs in a you can be a nurse with an associate's degree but it's something about the bachelor she might have lied about that but ben went and confided in justin because justin is his best friend even though justin doesn't tell him anything about his relationship and wait do they know each other prior oh no 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 No, just like at the time it happened it would have been five days when he cried oh god so um and then justin told alexis so she's like, you broke my trust. It was supposed to be me. And he's like, well, I mean, I had to talk to someone and blah, blah. So that is the big betrayal that she can't get uh, over uh, um, on that. So, you know, hmm. I just, I don't know what to say about them. Morgan just needs to let it go or not. Ben is on eggshells right now. The poor man is mm-hmm. scared and doesn't know what to do. Pastor Kyle came to visit them the other day and was like, is there any intimacy? She's complaining that there's no intimacy, but when he does, you're like, how can I trust you with my body when I don't trust you? So oh, what do you want him God. to do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, what do you want him to do? You're right, but I don't even see a chemistry between them. I don't think they like each other. And I definitely didn't see attraction. I don't know. So why would they have consummated anything? I don't know. I don't know. I just, I, just, right now. I just kind of feel like... You can't keep doing the same thing. And that's why it's frustrating for me when we have closed off people come into the show with their old ways. Yep. You can't keep going. When, when this happens, I'm done. I cut people off. Okay, this is your husband. And what did you come in here for? Like, don't let your walls take over you being open-minded. Like, at least give it a chance. So I think her friend Carl gave her good advice. Like, Morgan yes. be doing the most. He should be doing the most sometimes. So. yeah. I'll be shocked if they last. I'm going to be real with you. I'm very shocked. I mean, that's true. The whole finance thing, I think 
I can't I can't remember what it was. I don't know if she's in debt also with student loans, but with the family thing, she doesn't talk to her dad. And she is right about that. Ben was judgmental about that. He just kind of came up like it's important to me. His whole identity is he's a mama's boy. Everything he does, he runs by his mom. And she's not close to her dad. And he's like, you're not doing enough to form a relationship. And I was like, oh, God. Does he know why? You can't come yeah, exactly. into someone's situation. Like, every time people tell me they don't talk to family, I literally don't ask questions. Because that's not an easy thing to do. Like, do you know how, like, how much people take and swallow for them to get to that point? Where they'll be like, I'd rather just have no contact with you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But my thing with her saying is surface level. It's not surface level. Like, don't be dumb. It's not. But (laughs) I would still need to understand why you don't talk to him. But he also needs to understand that not everyone is lucky or privileged enough to have the same relationship with their parents as he does with his mother that i do think yes that is judgmental yeah it's just no contact there's definitely a good reason you know yeah at least find out why exactly i don't know if this means anything but their party was the only party that was in regular clothes and i'm not sure if this means that they're sane or they're boring Uh, they didn't want to have a party because they don't like each other. <laughs> maybe, maybe. But to your point, where you felt I was trying to say, I just Morgan, like I said, I think she's looking for a way out, and Morgan is getting on his case for not saying what happened. But that's what she got in his case for was that he was sharing things about their marriage with people. So now he's trying to move forward and learn from what happened, and now mm-hmm. you're accusing him of not being honest. Like, can he win? Or can he even live? Yeah, that definitely colors that interaction even more. Because even without knowing the background, I thought he was doing the right thing. He said, like, I can't remember his words verbatim, but I didn't think he gave the impression that everything was hunky-dory. No. But he wasn't about to air out their business. And then she just went straight in. And it seemed like she was almost angry with him and frustrated with him. Like, oh, this is what I mean. He's not being honest. And I was just like, what? <laughs> like, I don't know. I just thought it was a bit weird. She reminds me of someone in the first Atlanta season who was just so mean to her husband. And then she had to turn around towards the end. And then decision day, he was like, no, I'm not doing this. What season was that? Uh, I want to say what was three. Um, it was Samantha. Samantha and Neil. I don't think. Do you know what? As you're talking, I remembered I watched another season. Oh, I think it was Atlanta. Was it Atlanta? It was a black couple. Yeah, Trey and Vanessa. Was it them? Yes. And they kept having sex, even though they couldn't yeah. like each other. Yes. <laughs> so I watched, I think I watched a big chunk of that season. I thought that's who you were talking about. But yeah. No. So, <laughs> well, good luck to Morgan and Ben, because I don't know how they can get out of this. So, yeah. and to our final couple, Stasha and Nate. Stasha. I keep wanting to say Stacy. I need to stop. Don't um, say it. We we, right. we we got into a lot of trouble the first week oh, when really? we couldn't say her name. Everyone was like, you got to get this Stasha. girl's name right. <laughs> I see that. I just think Anastasia, like, is a short form, but clearly yeah. not. So, um, they look good together. I give them that. Um, I like that she's older than him. You know, it's a nice change. So, but there are a bit of challenges because they clearly have different priorities because she wants to be a mother. And he's unsure. And unfortunately, biology plays a factor. So she's a bit more like, mm, we need to decide for sure. Um, he, to me, seems like he's scared to go all in. 
And again, it made me wonder, so why did you sign up for this show if you're not going to give it your all? But I do think he made a good point that she's obviously she's been in therapy for a long time. So she's further along in the journey than he is. And it seems like he's just now learning to open up and talk about his feelings, which is cool. So she's willing to wait for him. I think would be like for him to like get to where she is because it does take practice and Mm -hmm. experience and time to get comfortable with opening up and talking about your feelings. Um, Yeah, they seem like they actually really like each other. So, yeah, I I have high hopes for them. Yeah, um, Sasha and Nate are an attractive couple. It's funny that you said you like that she's older because we get on Mav's case a lot of the black couples, they give the women uh, men that are younger than them. So we're always like, why you do that? <laughs> but Interesting. no. But no, the thing is, um, Nate. Nate says all the right things all the time, but we can't figure out if he's genuine or not. And we don't know if we're just beating this poor man up for nothing. And I'll tell you why. In the bachelor party, he took a stripper and put her on her knees and held the back of her head and was trying to act like it was like a blowjob or something but I think it was like a whipped cream thing or whatever and it just kind of left a taste in everyone like is this the kind of guy and he just seems like a smooth kind of guy but he hasn't done anything like wrong so he says all the right things he does all the right things but we're just like I just set your spider senses tingling (laughs) yeah so Mm. we're not sure but they're very um into each other um the background I think you heard is like, you know, he's never met his mom. He's met his, he met his mom once when he was 12. Um, she's, I don't know, Japanese or Korean. I can't remember. His dad was yeah, in the military. Yeah, he looked half Asian. Yeah. And his mom, his dad was in the military. So mm. there's not a lot, a lot of room for emotion. He hasn't really practiced it. He said, he told her family that his big dream is to have his own family and have that traditional family thing. Yeah. So when Stasha just kind of from nowhere came for him that he's not being deep, we kind of talked about this last week. We're not sure what she wants in two weeks. You have to let it be organic and everybody go at their time, which is why, you know, when the girls met up, it was funny that she was saying that to someone as advice. I'm like, huh? (laughs) (laughs) But, um, yeah, it's it's a new one. He came up with a new excuse this week where he said, I'm worried about things switching up after the eight weeks, I'm like, where did that come from? <laughs> like, yeah. And not, you, okay, so all of everything you've told me, why does he seem so reluctant about having children then? Is it because he thinks they may not still be together? We And he doesn't want a quote-unquote broken home, even though I hate that expression. We don't know. Because we just found out last week when Pastor Cal came by and they talked about children and he was talking about he needs to make more money. And then they revealed their salaries and he makes 150 and she makes 415. And Damn. I, I mean, that's not what true. What does she do? I'm She's a real business. estate agent and investments or something like that. Ten, I'm about to go sell houses. <laughs> well, we, ha- we also have a lot of people who said they don't believe that's how much she makes. And when we saw her house last time, I think we got somebody who told us like they think that's an Airbnb because she's building a house and she already invited um, Nate to live with her. Of course, he said yes. But again, so she then he said he's giving himself no, he wants to make 250 before he has children, but it's all an excuse. So that's something. Yeah. The thing is, again, man, Aid, I really miss you, I guess, because I'm about to quote you again. <laughs> The aide says, like, 
when she's asking for this emotional thing, this is something he might not even know what he feels. Like he genuinely yeah. doesn't think he has thoughts on things. And unless he explores it, then he might uncover certain things. But he yeah. just thinks this is how I feel right now. But it's becoming a pattern. Every time you talk about kids, it's very clear that he's not ready. But I don't mm-hmm. think that's also uncommon for a woman you've known two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> this is new. And also it's going to be more of a pressure point for her because she's 37. Like let's yes. keep it real. And he's not going to have the same sense of urgency because he's 34 and he's also a man. There is no biological clock like that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. I mean, I feel like I would want to see if we're going to make it last longer before thinking about children. I do think the money thing is complete nonsense though. Because yeah. you both make clearly more than enough money to have a children, a children, a child. Um, people who make probably a third less than they do still manage just fine. Like that doesn't seem like a good enough reason. So Yeah, Pastor Kyle brought that up and I'm just like, I think it's just his ego. Like he says it's fine that she makes more, but he's just trying to like let me be at least halfway. <laughs> what does he do? Oh, he's a day trader. <clears throat> Oh, God. I think I remember seeing that and rolling my eyes. (laughs) So, I mean, yeah, he always comes up with these calculated excuses. And it's just, I don't know. He's like, I can. he wants to know that he can provide for their kids with or without her. I'm like, that's so random. Ah! 150, like, you're fine. So, but there was a lot of talk. What does he mean with or without her? Is he saying she's going to abandon their kids like his mother abandoned him? Wow. I don't know. And you could hear his friends and family were talking. There's a lot of talk about him not having a woman or a mother in his life. I'm like, you guys are diagnosing this poor man. And he just needs to unpack his feelings. But um, based on After Party, we found out that speaking of name change, she changed her name. She said on day two. Oh, but wow. She, but she said, for me, I don't have an attachment to my last name. So it, it was easy for me to get rid of it and start a new life and start a new thing. But she's smitten by Nate. She really, like, she set her expectations low and she's been pleasantly surprised each way. Like, she uh, thought, you know, I'm not going to get someone that's going to fit what I, you know, want looks-wise and everything. And then she was pleasantly surprised. So good for her. And I hope I hope it does work out. I hope he's genuine, but, you know. Yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like there were last. I do think I wouldn't change my last name until after decision day. <laughs> Yeah. regardless of how much I like the person but they do seem to like each other and there seems to be respect there so I have high hopes for them fingers crossed yeah I didn't, change, I didn't change my last name till about a year <laughs> so, yeah <laughs> I don't know so, why and that's like they, these are not things you should argue about now no because <laughs> come on you guys are essentially strangers you just met these people I just feel like you should be trying to figure out how you can live together where you have enough like shared interests like the same goals like things that actually matter in a marriage the last name stuff that is surface level to me like further on down the line I don't know yeah well that was it with the couples but I mean I know they did do like a girls guys meet up we've talked a little bit about everything that they shared Kristen you know selling 10 out of 10 out of 10 we watched it girl (laughs) that was a stretch um but at the same time it was good to see that Mitch is on the same page like for the most part I guess it's a good time. But of course, he has nothing to complain about. Well, besides Luna, yeah. 
and that's it. And, you know, Stasha giving perspective that, you know, you're not being able to share everything, but she's complaining about that with Nate. Um, the consummation talk comes up again with the guys. I just, you know, I know it's a, it's a, it's a point with maths every season, but it's always weird. Like you're just talking about your wives. Like, yeah, it's a frat These house. Aren't your girlfriends or people you're dating. That's what I, sounds. Ooh. I don't know. It's like it's a frat house and it's just like a frat house conversation, yeah. but these are grown men. Like Mitch is 41. So it's always yeah. weird. But Justin says that he's tried. I didn't believe that he tried, but I guess Alexis kind of confirmed. That's when she said the wet dream thing. Cause I'm like, mm-hmm. I didn't, cause Nate too. Nate was like, uh, I thought they were all, so why is she not allowing it? It's weird. Cause she was complaining about his celibacy. We've been confused. Cause he says he's been waiting a year and a half for the celibacy. We thought, okay, you're married now. You want to, what is the mm-hmm. issue? We didn't think it was going to continue. She there doesn't like him. Pain. That's the issue. <laughs> She's not attracted to him. Like, let's be honest. I've, I generally do feel like you can grow to love someone. I know people always say you shouldn't do that. Yeah. Because, you know, when you meet people you're not initially attracted to, you can grow to like them. But she's not attracted to him. If she was, she would have slept with him. Especially if they were thinking they were all higher, mighty, and better, and wonderful than all the other couples. She would have, She's not attracted to him. That's the only reason. Let's be oh. real. Who was it who made that comment? I can't, was it Mitch? About how he was surprised they hadn't consummated because yeah. the way um, she was talking. He would have yes. thought, I didn't like that. I was like, mind your business. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> well, she said she was forward. She always gets what she wants. And she made mm-hmm. it seem in the beginning that they weren't having sex because of Justin. So mm-hmm. now, even when she, when just, that's why when Justin said, I tried, I was like, that's a lie. But I guess it's, they're confusing. I don't know what's going on. Okay, okay, that makes sense now, because he was previously celibate. Okay, all right, that makes sense. So, um, Nate shares dessert after dinner. I'm not going to lie. I was like, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone was confused, it seemed like. So, they for basically her- got a blowjob? No, he gave her head. I thought it was mutual. Oh, um, okay. He just said, I'm a giver. He said, I'm a giver. Mm. And, you know, I just had to take, I was like, oh, Lord, Nate. Okay. I don't even know yeah. if it's true, but okay. <laughs> Who knows what's true, what's not. My final thought on the whole thing was Morgan just needs to reset. Stop talking about it. She keeps saying, I need to reset. I just need to give it a chance and it, just do it or not. It's boring now. We're tired of hearing about that. I think I actually wrote that in my notes that these two either need to start over or quit. Because yep. I just don't even see like, let alone love, between them. They're stressful. They're I feel like stressful. Ben is the kind of person that doesn't like confrontation. So he's just going to stay mm-hmm. silent and not say Suffer. anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, Nana, you are going to participate in our tradition. Who has your bouquet for this week? Maybe I cheated, I think. <laughs> I think you know me by now. My bouquet is actually for the friends of the couples. In particular, I've forgotten their names already, Alexis and Justin. Okay. I think they all gave fantastic advice. Yes. They weren't quick to, like, jump to conclusions or be like, oh, he said what? Huh? How could you? No. I think they were really wonderful. They kept stressing the point that it's literally been two weeks. Mm-hmm. You're married to a complete stranger. Like, you're expected to have difficulties. And I thought all of them universally gave fantastic advice to the couples. So they get my flowers. Okay. Or bouquet, sorry. 
<laughs> and yours, who was yours? I'm cheating because AIDS not here. So I have three people that are going to get the bouquet. <laughs> I did have the friends listed on there. Yeah. I agree with you. All the friends gave fantastic advice. Um, Miguel gets bouquet because I just feel like he handled it well. Like he didn't like blow his gasket or start screaming. And I know you said you didn't like when he said, I don't like the side of you. I, I laughed. It just mm-hmm. made me laugh because you just felt like she was screaming and he's like, I don't like this. Like, stop. And he I was just calm about it. Him. Maybe I'll, <laughs> it would be different if I saw how she was acting before. But, uh-uh. <laughs> and my last bouquet goes to Alexis because this is just not her comfort zone. Her usual thing, she's been asked, people have asked her to marry three times. I don't want to say engage. She's been proposed to three times. Mm. And usually she just runs when things get tough and whatever. And this is a situation where she could, but she's choosing to stick it out and do her best. And I give her props for that. Okay, that is cool. Who, <laughs> who has your burnt ashes? <laughs> it's a couple, Morgan and Ben. <laughs> yeah, every time they're on the screen, I felt stress. I'm like, I'm not enjoying this. I don't like watching these two. They're stressing me out. Why are they on the show? Do they even like each other? That's all I kept thinking. So, yeah, they literally, they ruined my, not ruined, but they made my viewing experience considerably less enjoyable. (laughs) Who has yours? Mine is not a couple, but Lindy and Morgan. Lindy, because that explosion just didn't make any sense. And Morgan, because figure out, figure yourself out, girl. You're unmarried at first sight. Do you want to keep doing the same things you've been doing or do you want to try something new and give it a chance? And then even if it doesn't work, at least you tried. Yes. All yeah. right. I guess we have, we have similar ashes. You're gonna, you're not <laughs> considered giving it to Miguel. <laughs> Initially, until the last conversation he had with her. And I'm like, okay, fine. You just took yourself off the list. <laughs> uh, the beauty of... Of, of people different exactly. dimensions opinions, yes <laughs> well nana thank you so much for filling in for aid this week and thank you guys for me. thank you i've thank had a great you. time <laughs> we'll we'll check in to see if you keep watching or if it's just a one yeah. and done for you <laughs> <laughs> so that's it for this week guys um like we mentioned you can find us we don't know when we're coming back for the final season of sex in the city season six our podcast is called the rewatch podcast um for our episode you can find us on instagram and twitter at alta call m-a-f-s a-l-t-a-r-c-a-l-l-m-a-f-s we love hearing from you guys we love reading your comments we're available everywhere that you listen to podcasts thank you so much for listening to our show don't forget to subscribe give us a five-star rating if you're so inclined on apple Podcasts and spotify and we will see you next week bye guys bye You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. 
Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, Information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.